Welcome back to the Fine Line Podcast. We are here to preview the big clash against Collingwood at the Gabba on Sunday afternoon at 4.40. What a great game it should be. Collingwood always well supported. No doubt the crowd will have uh, plenty of Magpies supporters there sitting, cheering away, hoping their favourite team gets the points. Uh, but for us Lions fans, we are hoping this is going to be the week where we break the duck we remove the zero and insert the one in the column and do get to sing the song at the end of proceedings. We're going to cast our eye over the changes that have occurred, the ins and the outs, and some of the key matchups that will go a long way in deciding the outcome of the clash on Sunday. But before we do that, will a win for Brisbane this week? It has been announced that the state and the federal government will be pitching in the money that Brisbane do require to fund the new training and administration base out at Springfield. Uh, it's been a long time coming. This one originally first got some legs in 2010, uh, that it may be a possibility or a probability for Brisbane. And it has taken eight long years to get the necessary approvals from the government and indeed the funding as well to make the project a viable one. Uh, Springfield is probably not anyone's first choice, but in the lieu of better alternatives, uh, it would be great to have a base, an administration base, and a training centre where everything is under the one roof. And of course, a home as well for our very, very, very good women's team. Uh, of course, two grand finals in a row they've been to, so getting them out and a stadium where they can play at rather than having turned out to Burpengary uh, and the like will be a great win for Brisbane as a sporting club. Uh, some, some good news there on the horizon for Brisbane. It has been a season that good news has been hard to come by, so good to have a small win at the start of the week. Hoping that does continue, though, into a big win at the end of the week, that matchup with Collingwood looming large on the radar just a mere 48 hours away uh, and closing nice and fast. Brisbane, only two changes this week. Out went Nick Robertson uh, due to suspension. He's going to miss this week. Uh, we'll anticipate he'll probably come straight back in next week, you would think. Uh, and Ryan Lester, for the second time this year, does get dropped back to the kneeful. Only a handful of possessions for Ryan against GWS. Always meant he was going to be in the firing line. So he does go out of their side. In their place, uh, Luke Hodge, uh, he comes back in after sitting in the coach's box last week against GWS. He'll be a welcome addition back into the back line. And joined in that back line by Matty Eagles, the winner of the recruit, who's now done a season with Brisbane and some really strong kneeful form in the back end of 2017, particularly in the grand final. Uh, and that has continued on in the early rounds of 2018 as well. And he hopefully allowed some starch to that back line. For Collingwood, well, out for them, some force changes on injury. Callum Brown, Braden Maynard both went out. But the big couple of losses for them have been Ben Reid. Uh, ben Reid's been very good for them so far this year, so that will be a big blow to see him come out of the side. Uh, and probably Brisbane's uh, not favourite son, and, and certainly some Brisbane fans will be disappointed in their chance not to make their feelings known to this gentleman on Sunday, that is James Aish who has been in reasonable touch, it must be said, probably career-best form in 2018 so far. He goes out of the side, and in their place, some very, very good ins that they have got. Taylor Adams comes in, uh, Ben Crocker, Darcy Moore, who's going to head up forward, and the experienced Travis Barco also. So you've got to think from Collingwood's point of view, there's some addition there. They've certainly strengthened their side, but one could argue that Brisbane's in, particularly Luke Hodge, does also make them slightly a more formidable unit. 
So looking at how the teams do match up, well, it's going to be a great contest. <clears throat> we do think, and, and Brisbane, um, you know, do play the gather pretty well, but haven't had any success there so far this year, losing to both Gold Coast and Melbourne as well back in round two. Both very winnable games, and both games in the last quarter where Brisbane gave themselves an opportunity to win, but ultimately couldn't quite get across the line. Up forward for Collingwood, will Mason Cox has been in reasonable form up there, and as we mentioned, he'll be joined by Darcy Moore as the key pillars. Chris Mayne likely to float through there. Also, uh, you've got to think for Brisbane, the addition of Matty Eagles may just play that second key role, which is uh, important in a couple of a couple of senses. Uh, I actually think that Matty Eagles might get the job on Mason Cox. I think his matchup on him uh, will be not too bad, and I think that will free up Harris Andrews to then go to the little bit more athletic Darcy Moore, uh, who does carry cover a little bit more ground. And that's the, the matchup certainly we'd anticipate to see, which then frees up Darcy Gardner to take one of those medium-type players. Uh, Jordan Degoe has been in very good form, and it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Darcy Gardner go to him and try and make his life somewhat difficult. Uh, the smalls that they've got, uh, Josh Thomas, he'll spend some time down there. Jared Blair as well. Uh, Will Hoskin Elliott, who tends to float through the midfield, pushing forward. Uh, for Brisbane, well, uh, they do get so much of that drive off that back line. Tom Cutler, again, I'm hoping to replicate his good form in the last couple of rounds. Daniel Rich now with a run under his belt, returning from injury, should be hopefully more season. Uh, he was quite good last week, and hopefully that form can also continue and we have seen a few other players rotating through that back half, particularly other Alex Witherden, who has had a really good start to the year also. Uh, they'll be looking for plenty of drive and penetration from him. Uh, looking at the matchups, you probably have to give Collingwood a slight advantage up forward, uh, ever so slight. And again, it will probably depend a lot on how those key matchups do go, and particularly the job Darcy Gardner does to see uh, if he can continue his good form after doing so well on Jeremy Cameron last week whether Brisbane can replicate that uh, intensity and that drive they have been experiencing from the half-back line. Uh, we move into the midfield, and it's it's going to be a really uh, crucial clash in there. We tweeted out earlier in the week that uh, after doing a little bit of film study on Collingwood, it's going to be Brisbane's ability to match them inside that's really going to determine, I think, how, uh, how competitive Brisbane do stay for long periods of this match. Uh, Brody Grundy has got up. Unfortunately, he's going to be playing, which is a bit of a blow for Brisbane's prospects when it did look like he may miss earlier in the week. Uh, it would have opened the door for Brisbane to get a pretty sizable advantage in that ruck contest. But now with Brody Grundy, probably the All-Australian ruckman to this point, uh, Stefan Martin, who's also had a good start to the year, is going to have his hands full. And Brisbane probably won't enjoy the armchair ride throughout the midfield they have had in the previous couple of rounds. The experienced Scott Pendlebury, while not in his uh, peak form or prime form, he's still very much a prime mover for Collingwood. Still, Sidebottom's been in terrific form. Uh, whether Brisbane do send someone to him, such as Mitch Robinson, may be a good matchup to watch. Uh, we do think Mitch is probably the logical matchup. Now that Nick Robinson's out of the side to maybe curb some of Steele's influence around the ground. Taylor Adams, uh, he's going to be a, uh, a welcome addition into that Collingwood midfield. And Adam Trelaw also, uh, who had some very good form uh, in their game that they did have on Anzac Day and uh, and last week against Richmond in the loss that they had also. For Brisbane, well, it's going to be, again, the tale of their experienced players that will probably decide how they do go. Dane Beams getting back to his good form last week against his old side now, Collingwood. Uh, hopefully he can continue that form on. Dane Zorko is the one that Brisbane do need a significant lift out of. 
He's been disappointing so far, particularly in the last couple of rounds where he's got held to a handful of possessions uh, and his discipline at times has been ill-directed. So seeing if they do put another stopper to him, that may well happen. And if it does, Dane uh, hopefully can provide a contest or provide at least a competitive balance between uh, his offensive and defensive outputs um, to give Brisbane something out of that position to take them forward. Jared Berry's been in terrific form. Expect to see him playing plenty of minutes through there as well. And Hugh McCluggage. Uh, and as we mentioned, we might see a bit of Mitch Robertson heading through that centre square, particularly if he does have a stopping role on steel side bottom. Uh, the advantage there, again, probably a slight advantage to Collingwood, with the X factor being Dane Zorko's form. If Dane Zorko can get up and about, and Brisbane can get some penetration off Jacob Allison, off a wing Tom Cutler, uh, when he's not at halfback, will likely go through the wing as well. And Lewis Taylor pushing back from the forward line, uh, it may just be enough to break even there to help them ultimately win the game. Up forward for Brisbane, we do see them having a slight advantage here. I think in the tools, they'll negate each other. Eric Hipwood, uh, Oscar McInerney, and you've got to imagine now Daniel McStay will go forward also with the tall timber and the addition of Matty Eagles. Uh, and Lyndon Dunn, Jeremy Howe, Matt Scharenberg will be the keys that probably get the role for Collingwood on those three players. Um, Daniel McStay is probably the one out of the three that, that maybe could be that little bit of X factor and bob up and kick a couple of goals. Uh, but the other one is Eric Hipwood this week. His first match in a few rounds where he hasn't had a prime A-grade defender, the likes of Stephen May. Uh, last week he had Phil Davis as well. So it may be a good opportunity for Eric Hipwood to get off the chain and give Brisbane some scoring potency. But I think the advantage for Brisbane is going to be in their medium to smalls. Alan Bundy Christensen's been in good form. Uh, Charlie Cameron as well, although he was down last week, has been in reasonable form. Also Cameron Rayner. Uh, and Lewis Taylor, as we mentioned previously, getting forward also could just give Brisbane a slight advantage over the Collingwood Smalls, uh, which could be the uh, the point that if they do kick a little bit straighter, they may kick enough goals through those smalls and mediums to present themselves a chance of winning the match. Uh, it's going to be a big ask for Brisbane. Uh, the one thing that is in their favour is Collingwood. Uh, two games in five days last week with the Anzac Day clash, followed up by a very taxing a physical encounter against Richmond. Um, they've got some players coming back in who may be a bit short of a run. So Brisbane, if they can get out of the blocks early, may just run out the game stronger. And we have seen Brisbane have had strong last quarters, particularly at the Gabba this year. Uh, so hopefully that can continue on. But uh, hopefully not a situation where they're pushing from four or five goals back as they've had to uh, in both games at the Gabba. Uh, either way, we hope it's going to be a great uh, a great game and a great contest. We hope that Brisbane are going to break that duck and put their first win on the board. Uh, fan line, that'll be open immediately after the game. Again, we'd love to see your tweets. Uh, it's a fine line podcast. Is our Twitter handle. Or you can reach us on SMS 0475 We'd love to hear your tweets and your SMSs, and you can shape the conversation that does occur immediately after the game. But from all the team here at the Fine Line Podcast, looking forward to a great week of footy. Go the Lions, and we will talk to you again very soon.